A friend of mine once said, man makes plans and God laughs. I have seven or eight pages of notes that were destined to become Sourcecast episode 133. And that episode was going to be about the European Union. Frequent listeners know how much I like the European Union. That was sarcasm. But fate has dropped such cataclysmic news that I had to drop that topic and replace episode 133 with the news that IBM is acquiring Red Hat. Say what? I only found out about this information a few hours ago, and there aren't a ton of details. So this episode is going to be quick, but I suspect all of my Monday morning listeners will appreciate the quick injection of information. This one's going to be technology heavy, so for those of you who don't know what Red Hat is, or don't care about IBM, this may not be a fun episode for you, but at least it will be quick and you will be informed. So with that, I am Joey Lombardi and this is Sourcecast episode 133. Let's start with a brief history of Red Hat. Red Hat was started 25 years ago as a distributor of a particular flavor of Linux, Red Hat Linux, which I used quite a bit. I had a basement full of servers in my parents' basement when I was in college, and they were all powered by Red Hat. And that's how I learned how to install and program in Oracle and in SQL. So I sort of have an affinity for Red Hat, but eventually they kind of stopped focusing on the operating system. From an end user operating system perspective, it's split and there's a version called Fedora, Red Hat shifted into more of a corporate focus, used for servers and computers that power data centers, and it served them very well. Today, Red Hat is mostly known for distributing and supporting Red Hat Enterprise Linux, as well as other technologies that are used in data centers. Red Hat went public at the peak of the last internet boom in 1999. They earned $250 million on revenue of $2.92 billion in the last fiscal year, and its revenue grew 21% between 17 and 18. From an open source software perspective, Red Hat has been doing a great job. The model that they have created has frankly been an amazing alternative to companies like Oracle and to IBM. Red Hat's JBoss platform is a direct competitor to IBM's own web software. And there are a variety of other tools that Red Hat offers that is much more attractive from a licensing perspective than the traditional companies like IBM and Oracle. So frankly, it makes a lot of sense that IBM would want to buy this company because their model is more attractive to customers. But IBM is purchasing Red Hat for $34 billion. So let's talk about IBM's cash reserves. According to a USA Today article from January, IBM was sitting on about $25 billion in cash. In their most recent quarter, it was reported they had $14.5 billion in available cash. But IBM is sitting on a ton of debt. According to Fool.com, and I quote, unlike other large technology companies, that have spent the past few years piling up mountains of cash, IBM has piled up mountains of debt. IBM's total debt stood at $46 billion at the end of the third quarter, far higher than its cash balance of $11.5 billion. Five years ago, IBM's debt was just $33.7 billion. So why the increase of debt? IBM's share buyback program is one of the major reasons for the rising debt load. From 2012 to 2016, IBM spent a whopping $47.6 billion on share buyback. Their cash flow covered most of this spending, but not all of it. So now, IBM is about to enter in the largest software acquisition in history. And in order to pay for this $34 billion acquisition, it's going to use its cash, but it also has to acquire additional debt in order to make this happen. This acquisition eclipses Microsoft's $26.2 billion acquisition of LinkedIn, 
but I would remind listeners that this is not the biggest technology acquisition in history. That still goes to Dell with their $67 billion buyout of EMC. In a CNBC article by Alex Sherman, IBM will pay cash to buy all shares in Red Hat at $190 each. This is at a premium because on Friday, Red Hat closed at $116.68. The company is going to get acquired and dropped into IBM's hybrid cloud division. And Jim Whitehurst, who is the Red Hat CEO, will join IBM's senior management, reporting to Ginny Romady. IBM and Red Hat said that the deal would enable businesses to do even more work in the cloud, keeping their apps and data portable and secure, no matter which cloud or hybrid technology they adopt. Ginny Romney also made it a point to say that this is not her planning for her retirement and that they are not necessarily bringing in Jim Whitehurst to replace her. According to TheVerge.com, IBM has stated that most companies today are only 20% along their cloud journey, renting computer power to cut costs. The next 80% is about unlocking real business value and driving growth. Red Hat President and CEO Jim Whitehurst noted that IBM will allow his company to reach a far wider audience and that IBM will preserve the company's unwavering commitment to open source innovation. I find that one hard to believe if Oracle is an example. So that's what we know right now. This is the largest deal that IBM has undertaken. They are increasing a massive amount of debt onto a large pile that is already existing. And considering IBM's current track record of eliminating employees, I'm very interested to see how they digest Red Hat over the next two years. I'm also curious to see how the innovation of Red Hat and the model that they have created is going to be acknowledged and accepted within IBM culture. Frankly, it is a diametrically opposite approach to IBM's entire software model. So is this acquisition an acknowledgement that their current methodology isn't working, or are they just trying to take a competitor off of the market? We shall see. And that's all we have for this week. You can find Swordcast on iTunes, Google Music, and all of your favorite podcasting applications. Swordcast is recorded in Bucolic, Mandurah, New Jersey, and it's produced by my dad. The outro is performed by me, Ben Lombardi, and music is provided by Patrick Lee. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.